Welcome to Paradox Jukebox, an unconventional podcast for the unconventional music lover, brought to you by Music on the Move Studios, a woman-led company working to help musicians move their careers forward through education and live events. I'm your host, Katie Thompson. Thanks so much for checking in with me today. On the show, I have for you, Lord Goldie. She's a hip-hop artist and, wait for it, out of Nashville, Tennessee. That's right, friends, a hip-hop artist out of Nashville, Tennessee, and she is fire. So one of the things that Nashville is known for, obviously, is country music. What Nashville is not known for is the fact that there is so many other genres that are prevalent there. There's a rock scene. There's a hip-hop scene. There's the Americana roots scene. There's the blues scene. There's so many different musicians with so many different genres to be tapped into. It is not just country music city. It is just music city, as Goldie references later on in the interview. So one of the things that I really loved about this interview was how she was talking about how Nashville hasn't necessarily recognized the hip-hop scene as much as they ought to, because there are many, many hip-hop artists in Nashville that are doing things, they are movers and shakers, and they are making things happen. And it is so important to realize that just because Nashville is known for country music, it doesn't mean that these artists don't have a place there, right? And what's interesting is so many people don't know that there are tons of pop records and rock records that get made in Nashville and not just LA. I mean, LA is known as, you know, the pop and rock mecca, but here's the fun thing. Most pop artists and rock artists actually record their albums in Nashville because of the studios that are there, because of the producers and the engineers that are there, right? There's so much talent behind the scenes in Nashville, and nobody really knows this. It's kind of like the unspoken thing if you're not in the industry. In this interview, Goldie does a really awesome job of talking about the challenges that she has faced as a hip-hop artist in the scene, and I cannot wait to just dive into this with you guys. But I have one just really fast disclaimer. While I was interviewing Goldie, she was poolside with her family and friends. So you might hear some children screaming in the background. I want to assure you they were having fun. No children were harmed in the recording of this podcast. And before we get to the interview, I have a track for you. This is called Undelay featuring EJ the Maker and Lord Goldie. Underlay, 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 hey, let's go. 
right, welcome to Paradox Shootbox, everybody. This is your host, Katie Thompson, and with me today, I have Lord Goldie. What is going on, Goldie? Oh, nothing. Just living life, taking it one day at a time. How are you doing? I am a fantastic. I'm uh, I'm actually in Nashville with my family. We're like at a cabin in the woods and just kind of chilling before Aaron and I show tomorrow. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, I seen, uh, I seen that Gerard had uh, sent out uh, emails for y'all show. Good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Unfortunately, I'm not going to make it to the to the Pride Fest show that you're going to be doing. I'm kind of bummed about it, but I've already got shows in Ohio that weekend. Hey, it's all good. Book them busy. I can respect it. Right, so um, I wanted to take a little bit of time today to uh, to talk about some of your recent releases. So uh, Andale is a bop, my friend. That is such a sweet tune. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I've been sitting on that record since the end of 2019. Wow. Wait a minute. Nice. So can you talk to me a little bit about like the the process of you know what it was like to get it written and then uh, putting it together in the studio? We were at a studio um, on Music Row. It's called the Underground on Music Row, um, and uh, we were just doing what we do all the time, just vibing. We started making a track, and I started writing to it, you know. And uh, I did the hook, I did my verse, and I asked him does he think EJ would want to get on it, you know? I, think I either asked him or he was either like, uh, maybe we should put EJ on this, or either I asked him, do you think EJ would do it? But either way, he called EJ. EJ came down there, put his verse on it, and I was like, cool, we're going to release it for 2020. And I was like, all right, because at the beginning at first, I was had like, one of my editors like, 2020, bitch, or some shit like that. <laughs> but, uh, 2020 through a whole wrench in my whole releasing plans, like everything that um, I wanted to put out in 2020, uh, I just started putting out this year, you know, just started really because of the first single wasn't even planned at first. So, but Andale's been a, been in, in works for a minute. I just didn't know. I just know when it, when the time feels right, when it's the time. I really know, and then it's when I release a song, you know? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so another one of the, the singles that you released this year was Sunday Fun Day. Mm-hmm. And that is like, that is like party anthem. That is like a summer tune if I've ever heard one. Um, and And I love the remixes. So can you talk about like, you know, who put out the remixes and, and why you guys decided to make that choice? Um, well, uh, it was uh, Sean from Vibe. Um, it's an R&B duo that I managed. Um, he actually was the uh, one that did the hook. Uh, they released their acapellas to their album um, in 2021. So after we released Sunday Funday, he was like, hey, let's just go on and put out the acapellas and the uh, the instrumentals so people can have fun with it. And I was like, cool, you know what I'm saying? We do it. So we, we released it. Um, and uh, a few people was like, man, I'm going to play with those vocals and make some tracks or I'm going to get on the track and, and uh, make a song, do whatever. We, we just waiting to see if somebody really 
do something with it, you know, because everybody done told us they want to do something. So we're just waiting to see what they're going to do. We got the uh, open verse challenge on uh, Vibes TikTok as well. Oh. <laughs> We've got we got a couple of crazy videos. I had me cracking up. You know, my homegirl had my homegirl had a cat on there, spit a verse. <laughs> and uh, this other guy spit a verse. I'll tell you, I couldn't tell nothing what he was saying, but it's all good. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome! You know, yeah, yeah. And then this other guy did it, and he's just like. He was rapping, but he was kind of mumbling too. So it was just like, well, I mean, that's three. <laughs> that, that count, <laughs> you know. Did you do like reaction videos to each of them? No, but we should. You that, need that's to. a good idea. You we need should. To. <laughs> I don't know. That latest one, I don't know if we should do a reaction to that because I was like, oh, what is this? <laughs> but, hey. No, that that's a good idea. I'm gonna tell the team, hey, we gotta do reactions to these videos, put them out. That's that's some good content. Thanks for that. Heck yeah. Anytime. Happy to help. I cannot wait to actually watch them. So the second that you put them out, I'm gonna be stalking those videos. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Put them on our reels. <laughs> oh, that is the best. For sure. <laughs> so okay, I was interested to know because you grew up in Nashville, right? Born and right. Okay. So what has it been like being a hip-hop artist in a country music town? What has that been like for you? It's been kind of crazy because hip-hop has always been here. So has R&B and all types of genres, you know. Um, a lot of people don't know that the term Music City came from the Fist Jubilee singers going to see the Queen of England. And uh, she said that they was from Music City. And so that's how the term came before, you know, people coined it country music city. But it's been tough, man. It's, it's, it's been tough. We, we deal with all kinds of bullshit from the racism to not even, you know, we, we went from having a lot of clubs, you know, uh, urban clubs, as you'll call it, uh, downtown to just completely being shut, shut out, you know. And so it's an everyday fight. So that's why I chose, like, it was easy. It's easy for me to move to Atlanta, Houston, New York, LA, and go and flourish. But I want something, this is like, if you read, uh, I tell all the time, if you read all you know about the music business book by Donald Passman, it's the, they call it the music industry Bible. He mentioned the top three cities, New York, LA, and Nashville, you know? And those other two, you can go and do any genre, at, you know, and, and succeed. Nashville, it, with the big the big guys ain't ain't want us in here, you know. Um, we just been shut out on all sides, so we just been fighting that. Um, June the seventeenth, um, a friend of mine, uh, he go by the name of Mug. We're doing another march on Music Row, to you know, because people are listening. Um, shout out to Music Queen; they work at BMG. They said they've been listening, and trying to figure out. So it's people here trying to figure out you know, what to do. But I think the thing is, is yeah, we do need a, a, a structure, a foundation, but the thing is people just got to be open to doing it and figuring out, you know, how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Just sitting around and thinking and say, hey, we got to do this. How we got to do that? No, just go on and try it, you know? So it, it's been a journey, but we always been here. And, uh, you know, because I've been uh, rapping and on the scene since I was in high school. 
So it's definitely changed. Uh, it's a lot that's changed for the better, but it's a lot that's changed for the worse. So we're trying to uh, work out that balance with everything for the work for the better. I mean, right. <laughs> not for the worse. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. So you've been you've been on the scene in Nashville since you were a teenager. So what kind of positive changes have you seen? And then we'll also talk about the negative changes too. Um, just uh, people coming here open minded in the industry from you know mostly a lot of people from LA um just coming here and being like okay well what can we do to make this different you know they they started platforms they had these meetings um trying to think of what the group name of vibe just did a show for them Tuesday I think it's no name or something like that I don't want to mess it up but they have these meetings and they have these bonfire parties where they just try to come together and just, just listen to the voice of the people, you know? So it's, it's more platforms out here. Um, shout out to Chris. I always shout out Chris. He uh, was a A&R in Atlantic. Now he works for Dr. Luke's label, which is prescription songs. And they have signed um, a couple of R and B artists and a hip hop artist. Uh, the hip hop artist is based here in Nashville, but I think he's from Clarksville. And, but the other two, they're, they're from here. So they pretty much the first ones I've seen um, get a situation here. And they they, they on their way. They're flourishing with it, you know. We're we seeing them getting some cool stuff going on. So that's, that's a few of the, the cool things. That, people bringing platforms. Um, we got an a event called Song Tank coming up where artists can come pitch their music and uh, in front of three decision makers and those three decision makers this time is Empire um, Empire, Widow Workshop and Peer Music, you know, so it, it's opportunities out here, you know, everybody's just trying to figure it out and just like the networking has got so much bigger on the scale as well but from going to, to NAM and uh, networking with people in studios and it's so much free game you can go and get. And uh, I'm a member at this place called Home, helping out Music Evolve, which is the same place we're doing um, the song tank uh, situation. And uh, just being there and just being able to, to go to like uh, like CD Baby private parties or being able to go to Music Biz and getting into a, a title party or Spotify like it's it's never been like that you know right. <laughs> at least for us it has you know what i'm saying so it's a lot of it's a lot going on that i, I swear in 2019 i swear 2020 was the year every everything was going to be great because we were just somewhere every day whether it's a show or networking you know i always big up the christmas parties that they have because <laughs> one night we'll bounce from bmi to nsai to, to solid to um just a bunch of places and meet a bunch of people. Like that, it's crazy how uh, how big my contact list is. <laughs> you know, just it's it, that's that's the good part about it. You know, that's that's definitely the good part about it. It's, it, it's expanding for sure. Switch your homie, these niggas don't know me, don't like what I got. Only just 
frustration and told me and they stay right for me, they right by my side. Uh, no, no, I don't deal with that hoeing, cause all of these women so ready to lie. Uh, where did these niggas be talking so obvious that they so ready to die? I went through really a lot, uh, but I'm so willing to try. Uh, I don't got no pennies, I owe people money, I'm rolling the roll of the crime. Uh, I'm rolling, I'm smoking it down. I feel it opens my creative bounds. Look at the shit I've been creating now. You don't appreciate it. I got that with me, I ain't no bitch. So you ain't smacking me. I take your bitch and give it right back to you. But you a bitch, so she come back to me. Why do all these fake hoes gas me? All they do is grow attachment. Treat her like a case of basket. Absolutely. Yeah, half the time, like, you know, I'm not a, I'm not from Nashville, but I play here often and all my friends back in Ohio, they always ask, well, you know, like, what's it like? And I said, well, you don't make a whole lot of money, but you make a lot of connections. You make a lot of friends and you just Mm -hmm. start, you know, rubbing elbows with the right people who can help get you indoors. And that's what it's all about. Right. Exactly. That's exactly, awesome. and you know we're gonna get to a point where where you know, because some people come down here and it's an opportunity for you to make you know maybe a thousand a show one night and then like two hundred a show one night and then you know it's a it's a lot of you just gotta know it's it's who you know with any situation you know. That's true, that's true. So so what are the what are some of the negative changes that you had mentioned? What are the negative changes that you've seen since being? in the industry here so long and i i think the the one of the first ones is being shut shut out of downtown yeah you know um uh, i remember reading an article a few months ago where a security guard broke his silence at one of the venues downtown he wouldn't he wouldn't say which venue but i mean we kind of all go through the same situation we go down there and he was like the owner didn't care if it wasn't nobody in his bar just as long as there were no black people in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's it's that that's that's the biggest thing. The racism. It's 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 one of the biggest things. That's why this mark this march on music bro is so important. Because it's just like it's plenty of money in the city yeah. to change a lot of things, but it's not being thrown our way. And oh I mean it's people working working day to day to ensure it's a change you know that's why it's a lot of you know uh african americans breaking out in country right now because it's like that's why we did sunday funday country hip-hop song because i was like well I, i've been co-writing you know country i just never thought about doing it but then once we did that i was just like oh well maybe i can do a little bit more and like we can just kind of get in and kind of you know infiltrate the market to where we have a door open. So just think if Lil Nas was from here and right. he did uh, Old Town Road, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it would have changed a lot of games, but he's not from here. So he doesn't care uh, about the state of the culture here. Well, I can't really say he doesn't because I don't know him, but, you know, ain't nothing been done on his end that we don't see that, that, you know, that says he cares. But that's the biggest thing, you know, that being shut out, out of downtown, um, I think that's the biggest and only thing because everything leads up to that. Honestly, everything leads up to that. You you can't get an opportunity. Like shout out to uh, my partner Joko. He's a promoter around the city and a DJ, and it's because of him and my band Muja as well that I'm able to get on stages like City Winery, Mercy Lounge. Um, 
the Cambria, like a lot of places. When I was doing it solo, I wasn't really getting into those places like that, you know? Right. Um, I, I think that's one of the keys. Like, I was blessed to have a band who wants to play with me anywhere, anytime. It don't matter if we're getting paid or not. They down the ride, yeah. you know? So, um, yeah, it's just playing this Nashville game, man. We sick of that. Like, just just be open-minded and open these doors and, and let some more money come in this city, you know? It's, it's definitely deeply rooted. And, and racism. I'm going to keep saying that and until somebody like kind of just like open their heart, you know, <laughs> and they mind or, or a few people, you know, not to say nobody isn't because some people are making moves, but yeah, that that's the bottom line right there. Well, it takes, it takes a lot of people to get behind that and a lot of people to be, you know, just ready to come together and be brave about it. And it breaks my heart that you struggled to get into into the scene down here in the city that you grew up in. I mean, that's that's bullshit, you know. Very. It, it. I mean, and the thing is, is like the face of country music has changed so much in the last decade that because we're getting these infusions of hip hop and country together, there's this entirely brand new, incredible genre of music that's out there now. And there's no reason why we can't be open to it. You know, new music means new people means new friends. And, and that, right. it, it just fucking pisses me off, dude. And I'm, I'm only one person and I can't even begin to understand the things that you have, you know, tried to fight against. And it just, it's bullshit because music is for everybody. It is. It is. You know, it, it takes, like I said, it takes a village to raise a child. It's going to take a village to change this shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, all great minds, you know, that, that think of like come together. You know, we can fix this. It's taking time. It's it's turning around slowly but surely. Well, as long as as long as the progress is forward and not backward. there's There's been too much of that shit in the last couple of years anyway. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, I... I'm so excited that you have agreed to be on the Music on the Move showcase at the end of the month. And again, I'm sorry I'm not going to be there. I hope maybe somebody can grab some video of it for me. But thank you so much for, you know, for joining our our small little crew of of artists and musicians. And, you know, we're so happy to have you and we're happy to do anything we can to help lift you up because your music is inspiring and you're one hell of a rapper. So, you know, thank you again. (laughs) Thanks for having me. You know, like I said, shout out to uh, Gerard. That's who uh, of UMC. That's who linked me with you guys. And um, he's a good dude. Um, I'm, he's a great dude. You know, what I'm saying anything G needs. You know, what I'm saying he know he can hit me up and, and vice versa. Um, but yeah, yeah, shout out to G. He he linked it up. I, I love the bento. Can't wait to play to play there again. I actually got another show there. It was it was gonna be on the thirtieth, but now they moved it to July. So I, I love I love the bento, and I can't wait. It's pride. <laughs> That's great. Well, tomorrow's gonna be my first time playing there, so I'm really stoked about it too. So if you're not doing anything, stop by and you know let's let's have a hug and maybe a drink and let's talk about how we can fucking lift up your music as, as much as possible and um, yeah, just be sweet to just you know, hang out and have a good time.
Got you, got you. I, I wish I could. Uh, I mean, if I get a chance to come over there, because I, I got a show at the East Room. We're doing a 10-year anniversary. Um, but we're not on to like 9.45, but they haven't said um, what time we got to be there. But yeah, yeah, at the East Room, it's, it's going to be pretty dope. It's going to be pretty dope. I, I'm stoked to play it. Uh, shout out to Tails for booking us. And uh, yeah, going to get them the best 15 minutes of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, congratulations. That sounds like a blast. Uh, so what's the what's the 10-year reunion about? Uh, it's 10-year anniversary. It's uh, uh, just celebrating the East Room being there for 10 years. Uh, what was this? 2022. I guess they opened up in 2012. You know, so. Awesome. Cool. Well, congratulations on that. So uh, where else are you playing? You got any other big festivals or any other big shows that are coming up? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, uh, after the East Room tomorrow, next weekend, we're playing the Juneteenth Festival in Clarksville. All right. And then, of course, we got music on the move for Pride the 24th at Bento. And the show on the 30th got moved to July 8th at Bento. Uh, shout out to Neon Leaf. And um, the Hot Chicken Festival, July 30th at Waffle Fame Park. You know, we're doing that. Um, my uh, my guys that I um, manage Vibe, they have a show June 22nd at um, the basement with Mad Wesley. So that's going to be pretty dope. Um, they're going to be booking more shows as well. I'm definitely going to be booking more shows. Um, shout out to our sponsor, Guidance Whiskey. Hopefully, you know, we can, we're making plans to, to be on tour next year. So. Hopefully we can do that, <laughs> and and because I always wanted to tour. I think I think that's every artist's mission to tour. I mean that's where the money comes from, touring, merch, you know, and stuff like that. So yeah, absolutely. Well, that's fantastic. So look, I want to make sure that I have all of your links in the show notes so that everybody can go and find you. So where's the best place to follow you so that people can catch you know where you're going to be next? Um, you can always go to my Instagram, uh, Lord Goldie six one five. And then my bio is my link tree. And my link tree, I always have uh, all the tickets to the shows I'm doing, the podcast links, and uh, all the other social media places that you can go and follow me at. I mean, everywhere I put Lord Goldie 615, except streaming services, and it's just Lord Goldie with streaming services. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so very much for coming on to the show and talking about your music and and thank you so much for, for talking about, you know, what's real in Nashville as far as hip-hop is concerned. And I think the more that people know about it, the more we can do something about it. So just always know that, you know, Music on the Move is here for you, and we will do everything that we can to help lift you up and support your music because we think a hell of a lot of you as an artist. And we're very honored to have you on our showcase on the 24th. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, you know, from the bottom of my heart. I can't wait to rock the show out on the 24th it's gonna be different playing with the hellcats you yeah. know so it, I, I can't wait i can't wait that's awesome it's gonna be different she was like no guys i was like oh shit i gotta switch <laughs> up a whole lot of things <laughs> look though I, I, can, I always wanted to play with an all-girl band i can vouch for my hellcats man we are we are a unique bunch of women that just lay it down every single showcase i love playing with all the musicians in this band and and it's cool because it's always changing there's always different members that are playing so it's 
it's a it's a vibe and it's a good vibe and just when you start doing your rehearsals i promise you it's gonna feel real good so don't don't worry about it you're gonna have a great time <laughs> hey I'm, I'm not worried i'm motivated let's go Sweet. Sweet. All right. Well, Lord Goldie, thank you so very much. It's been an honor and a privilege, and we will see you on the 24th. Thank you. Thank you. You enjoy your cabin, and I'm going to go enjoy this pool in a minute. All right. Do it. Do it up. All right, friend. Have a good night. Thank you so much, Lord Goldie, for coming on the show and talking about your music and your experiences in Nashville. It doesn't get better until we talk about it, friends, and that is the purpose of this podcast and the community that we are trying to build here, that Aaron and I are trying to build here at Music on the Move. This is what we are here for. We are here to lift each other up, and we're helping everybody we can to get their music out there. If you would like tickets to the Music on the Move Pride Showcase at Bento Living Chestnut Hill, there is a link in the show notes. It'll take you straight to the Eventbrite link. Go buy those tickets now, and I promise you this is going to be one hell of a show, y'all. So you're going to have Lord Goldie, Lauren Horrible, Kate Yeager, and of course, Aaron McClendon and the amazing Hellcats. Hell yeah, Hellcats. We'll see you all next time.